Vulture Peak Mountain together with the great gathering of the Sangha of monks and a great gathering of the Sangha of Bodhisattvas. At that time, the Blessed One entered the Samadhi that expresses the Dharma called profound illumination. And at the same time, Mateshvara, Bodhisattva Mahasattva, while practicing the profound Prajnaparamita, saw in this way. He saw the five skandhas to be empty of nature. And through the power of the Buddha, Venerable said to noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, how should a son or daughter of noble family train who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita addressed in this way, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva said to Venerable Shariputra, O Shariputra, a son or daughter of noble family who wishes to practice the profound Prajnaparamita should see in this way, seeing the five skandhas to be empty of nature, Form is emptiness, emptiness also is form. Emptiness is no other than form, form is no other than emptiness. In the same way, feeling, perception, formation, and consciousness are emptiness. Thus, Shariputra, all dharmas are emptiness. There are no characteristics. There is no birth and no cessation. There is no impurity and no purity. There is no decrease and no there is no feeling, no perception, no formation, no consciousness, no eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue, no body, no mind, no appearance, no sound, no smell, no taste, no touch, no dharmas, no eye, no to no mind, datu, no datu of dharmas, mind consciousness, datu, no ignorance, no old age and death, no end of old age and death. No suffering, no origin of suffering, no cessation of suffering, no path, no wisdom, no attainment, and no non-attainment. Therefore, Shariputra, since the Bodhisattvas have no attainment, they abide by means of Prajnaparamita. Since there is no obscuration of mind, they transcend falsity and attain complete nirvana. All the Buddhas of the three times by Prajnaparamita fully awakened to unsurpassable, true, complete enlightenment. Therefore, the great mantra of Prajnaparamita, the mantra of great insight, the unsurpassed mantra, the unequaled mantra, the mantra that calms all suffering should be known as truth since there is no deception. The Prajnaparamita mantra is said in this way, Te Ata Om Gate Gate Paragate Parasangate Bodhisoha. The Shariputra, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, is trained in the profound Prajnaparamita. Then the Blessed One arose from that Samadhi and praised Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, saying, Good, good, O son of noble family, thus it is, O son of noble family, thus it is. One should practice the profound Prajnaparamita just as you have taught, and all the Tathagatas will rejoice. When the Blessed One had said this, Venerable Shariputra, Noble Avogateshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, that whole assembly in the world with its hearts, humans, Asuras, and Gandharvas, rejoiced and praised the words of the Blessed One. <coughs> <coughs> Shandara <laughs> <laughs> 
The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. Holy Lamas high, wrap the sky of your Dharma body in massive clouds of knowledge and love, and let them pour upon the earth of your disciples as we are a shower of rain, teachings deep and wide. O 
Sosu, so once again, uh, we are looking uh, at Lama Tsongkhapa's uh, great treatise on the stage of the path to enlo- uh, enlightenment. Uh, and we're looking specifically uh, at the section called Developing the Faith and Conviction uh, in karma and its results, that is the root of all temporary happiness uh, and certain goodness. Uh, so that's the major section that we're looking at. And under that, there are three major categories. Uh, there's first reflecting on karma and its effects in general, uh, and then reflecting on karma and its effects uh, specifically or the particulars of it. Uh, and then lastly, uh, once one has reflected on karma and its effects in general and in specifically, uh, how to engage in virtue and abandon non-virtuous activity. Uh, So these are the three categories. So when we first look at the uh, category reflecting in general, we find the actual way uh, to reflect in general, uh, and then uh, reflecting on the distinctions uh, among the varieties of of the karma. And then when we get to the reflection on the distinctions of the varieties of karma, uh, we find the principal teaching uh, on the ten paths of action, uh, and then the actual determination of the effects of actions, or what, what determines uh, what action produces what result. Uh, and then under that category, uh, the determination of the effects of actions, we find three major points. Black action and their results, white actions and their results, uh, and then a presentation of other classifications of karma. Uh, so we're currently under the category which is called the presentation of other classifications of karma. Uh, so uh, uh, we will find uh, that on page 239 in the English. Uh, and then uh, under this category, uh, a presentation of other classifications of karma, uh, we find two major categories, the distinctions uh, between, or the differences between projecting uh, and completing karma, uh, and then karma whose results you will uh, uh, definitely or only possible, possibly uh, experience, or karma that is certain or uncertain. What the Suba Penduji was, what the Cat Penduji was not Tangasure, and the Lady La Penjig Little Dujig Lady, and the Nasu Susu Tabute, and the Penjig Gabe Hembaris, Penjig Gabe Hembaide, and the May Invasion, Tundu Invasion. May is on Copenjig Little Gawaris, Penjig Gabe Hembaris, Metchis Adula, Metal and Derby, the Wadam, Madabi Dugani, or Marbe. 
ਨੇ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਮੇਰੇ ਜੋ ਬਤ ਅਚਗਾ ਨਾਸੀ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਤੋਂ ਮਾਰ ਬੈ ਉਹ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਗਲੋ ਮੇਰੀ ਰੇਵਰੇਸ ਤੇ ਨੇ ਉਹ ਵੀ ਦਵਾ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਗਲੋ ਨੇ ਗੀ ਰੇਵਰੇਸ ਦੂਜੇ ਗੀ ਜੋ ਬਰੇਸ ਹੋਤੇ ਤੁਹਾਨੂੰ ਦਾ ਖਤੂ ਤੋ ਤਲੇ ਦੇ ਮਾਰ ਬੈ ਤੋਂ ਨੇ ਪਾ ਤੇ ਨਾ ਤੋ ਜੋ ਜੋ ਤੋ ਨੇ ਬਤ ਮੀ ਸ਼ਾ ਉਹ ਤੋ ਚਕਾ ਨਾਸੀ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਤੋਂ ਨਹੀਂ ਜਰੋ ਤਾ ਤੋਂ ਨੇ ਪਾ ਨਾਸੀ ਤੋ ਤੋ ਨੇ ਪਾ ਤਾਂ ਮਗੀ ਜੋ ਬਸੀ ਬਰੇਸ ਅਨ ਤੁੰਡ ਤਾਬਲ ਛਾ ਜਾਵਾਂ ਇਹ ਤੁੰਡ ਤਾਬਤੇ ਮਗੀ ਫੇਬਾਈ ਦੁਖੋ ਗੈਸਵਾ ਹੀ ਬੇਜ ਖੁਲਿਆ ਦਵਾ ਤਾਂ ਦੁਗੇ ਜੀ ਦੁਆ ਦਵਾ ਤੇ ਗੇ ਜੋ ਬਸੀ ਬਰੇ ਅਨ ਦੁਗੇ ਤੇ ਮਗੀ ਜੋ ਬਸੀ ਬਰੇਸ ਅਨ ਜੇਦਾ ਗੰਦਾ ਬਈ ਜੀ uh between projecting and completing karma uh so this will be the first uh thing that we look at um so how do how do these two things work and differ uh so projecting karma produces the actual basis uh within the realm that you are born into uh and then the completing karma uh, fills the details so uh when we look at our current position uh as an example we see uh that we are human beings uh so we necessarily uh had a virtuous uh completing uh, i'm sorry projecting karma uh so we first look at that so the projecting karma is virtuous why uh so what is the sign or reasons uh we would we would say the reason or sign is that we are in the upper realms of cyclic existence uh because we are in the upper realms of cyclic existence uh we necessarily have a virtuous throwing karma or a virtuous projecting karma uh so then uh the next thing uh is the completing karma uh so we find that there is a fixed uh karma when we look at our projecting karma uh so we uh are fixed as far as the uh um realm which we live in in the basis we are in which is a human um but then we have to experience uh things we want to experience and then also things we don't want to experience so we have happiness that we want to have but then we also have suffering experiences that are unwanted experiences uh so those things are a result of a non-fixed karma uh we have a mix of virtuous and non-virtuous karma uh that fills in the details of our existence and then we find that there are times where uh we have uh beings who even though they are in the upper realms as humans uh might have illness or uh, might have uh various things wrong with their eyes uh and and malfunctions within their body and so forth uh so we would say that these unwanted circumstances which are suffering come from a non-virtuous completing karma but then there is also uh happy times that are experienced uh, and those happy experiences uh that are experienced within that uh, human basis are as a result of a virtuous 
completing karma. So we find that there are both virtuous and non-virtuous completing karmas at work uh, because we have the varieties of experience, those happy experiences caused by virtue and those unhappy experiences caused by non-virtue. So then we look at another example, and that's the example of a, a dog, an animal, for instance. Uh, uh, um, so the dog uh, is has a non-virtuous projecting or throwing karma. So why? What is the sign or reason? The sign or reason is uh, that that dog is in the lower realm of cyclic existence. So that basis is a lower realm basis. Um, so the next thing is, is so that's a fixed uh, projection. So that projection, that projecting karma, is a fixed karma, uh, um, which is necessarily in that case non-virtuous because it led to the lower realm rebirth. The details within that existence are not fixed. So you see that a, an, a dog, uh, even though it he or she is in the lower realm of cyclic existence, there are experiences of happiness, and then there are experiences of suffering. Those happiness, happy experiences are caused by a virtuous completing karma, and those suffering experiences that the animal has to endure are caused by a non-virtuous completing karma. So we find a variety of karmas at work when we find the completion in both those examples of the human uh, who has a projecting karma that's virtuous and a uh, and an animal that has a projecting karma that's non-virtuous. Both have non-fixed karmas when it comes to the completing karma, those being, those being both virtuous and non-virtuous, leading to both happy experiences of happiness and suffering. So then uh, we ask the question, uh, does one karma uh, produce uh, one rebirth? And then uh, we find that in Basu Bandhu's um, Abhidharma Kosha that there is an assertion uh, that one karma projects one, re one birth. But then we find a more, uh, a higher interpretation or, uh, um, within uh, um, uh, 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 um, Asanga's um, uh, compendium of, of knowledge, Rinpoche, the doa, the hlapa, the dawa, the dawa yagadu. The zoo, the lay cheek, Okay, so the better interpretation. I just wanted to make sure that I didn't misinterpret and say something's higher. Uh, so the better, the better interpretation of karma is in Asanga's uh, compendium of knowledge, where there's an assertion that uh, one karma can produce multiple rebirths or can produce one, uh, etc. <laughs> So the uh, um, Abhidharma Kosha is written according to the Great Exposition School, the Vabhashiva School, uh, which is not uh, as stable, is not, is, is not as solid. <laughs> Jai Chu Jai Drup na Drup na Inchi kabayi na Inchi 
So we're in uh, Okay, so we're on page 240 now. We're going to move forward to the next section. Uh, karma that is certain or uncertain. Uh, tabbed off. Uh, the section here is karma whose result you will definitely uh, or only possibly experience. Um, and it starts with a quote from Asanga's levels of yogic deeds. The the so in the levels of yogic deeds it says karmas who result whose result you will definitely experience is that consciously done and accumulated uh, so and then it says I'll read the rest karma whose result you are not certain to experience is that consciously done but not accumulated so first uh, we begin with karma that is accumulated so here when we look at the ten non-virtuous activities uh, if we in engage in those activities and before we do so uh, there is a premeditation that we think about it for a long period of time uh, then uh, that becomes a karma that is accumulated, and then as a result of it being a karma that's accumulated is necessarily a karma that you will definitely experience uh, the result of. So you are certain to experience the result of. Deekson. <laughs> So Tambo Dudushe, then a Sheba, then a Sapa, the Sum, Giant Sheba. She is at the Jashi's good Larish of Kurun Dog. Sheba the Sabi Cheba, Sheba the Sabi Cheba Marbe, Lesser. Sheba the Sabi Cheba Tomba Shebi Le, Lesser. And the Saba, Shebi Les the Garcere, Sabi Les in the Garcere, Masabas in the Garcere, the Sumo Les Marbe, Lesser. And the Ulman Dog Majid Les. Then the Chanka, the Giant Sheba, Sheba, Ewa, the Chanka. Yajibi Neba the Mangabi Les, Mashebala, Shesa to Gunesheba, Sajijire, Lesser. Shesa to Gunesheba Satana. Shebile, 
Okay, so we'll do. Okay, so then when we look at Jaya and Sheba's uh, outline, we find the outline is those karmas that are uh, definite uh, to experience and those that are, or that are uncertain. Uh, that's the first category. Uh, and then the next category, we find a combination of the explanation of karma that is done uh, and then karma that is accumulated. And within that, we find uh, karma that is accumu- not accumulated. So karma that is done but not accumulated. So we find karma that is uh, done, karma that is accumulated, and karma that is done that's not accumulated. So we find those explanations, and then we go on uh, to find it uh, from the, the, the viewpoint of the three types of certainty of experiencing results, and that's relative to when. Uh, um, so there are the three types of uh, experiencing it the here and now, so the results experiencing it here and now, uh, experiencing it after taking a rebirth, uh, so then in the next life, uh, and then the next category of experiencing it another time, so in future rebirths, not this life, not the very the exact next life, but in future future lives. Uh, so that's the next category um, uh, that we find. Okay, Satelasa. She Lujugun ね、で、サピレ、ね、チェピレ。で、そうじゃばまだで。サンバオンサンね、ルドンアグクナオン。レッサ。そうじゃばまだで。サンバオンサンね、ルドンアグクナオン。レッサ。そうじゃばまだで
the ni yurabe gang sene the ngk the ni the tsalodang cheek the ni this the the long ah so what we're I'm what I'm asking Rinpoche about, just so I translate it clearly, is in English we looks like there's two separate points being made here. One that you have thought about or set into motion. So Rinpoche said that in looking at the Tibetan, this is something that we actually it can be up to interpretation um, because it can be read in such a way that it could say that you've thought about and then consciously set into motion, um, but there doesn't seem uh, to be that uh, um, in the Tibetan it's very short. Uh, so it's, it's difficult to see if it's to be read thought about and that, and that you have consciously set in motion. So thought about it and then done it. Um, and, and in terms of thought about it, you meet, look at your object of observation to kill or something. Um, but it also, Rinpoche says that, you know, it could be looked at in two ways, saying if you've just thought about it but not done it, then is that necessarily uh, uh, karma that you have done or not? Um, so it's, it's up for interpretation in this case. And Rinpoche said, we have to look. He said, Daki Daki Che, something that we have to look into in that case. Uh, if it's something that, uh, if it can be a karma that is done without actually doing it in the case of, for instance, a killing. If someone has thought about killing, not in that extended period, but just thought about it, then does that meet the qualification for it to be a karma that is done? Because the way the English looks here and the way it could be read in the Tibetan, it looks like that is the case uh, and that there are two things being <coughs> stated here as opposed to one, one point that's being put together. Uh, so we can look at it in those two different ways. One, that you've thought about it and then consciously done, and in another way, you can look at it in, in that, uh, you know, thought about it or consciously done it. Um, so those are two ways to look at it. So Rinpoche then went to the various non-virtues. So he said if we look at it, a killing, uh, if we've, in the case of the first way, uh, thought about it and then killed, uh, then this is a karma that is done. Thought about, then stolen, then this is a karma that is stealing that is done. Thought about it and then uh, engaged in sexual misconduct, uh, then this can, becomes a sexual misconduct that is karma that is done. So we would apply that to the other four non-virtues that we find uh, in the speech as well. So these are the three non-virtues of the body. Okay, they kanga lasun. Lesser. 
So now we find a consequence, though, to looking at it in those two ways. Because if we look at it in two ways, then it contradicts its own definition because it says uh, physically or vocally. Uh, so when one of the qualifications that it is that it's you know uh, part of the definition is physically or vocally, and if we get into the idea that by thinking about it alone, this then becomes a karma that is done, then it falls out of the realm of the definition because then it becomes mental uh, if it's something we're thinking about but not actually carrying out. So then that becomes problematic if we interpret it as those two things as an in, in, and interpret it as if that line is saying that that's separate or that alone uh, is qualifies it to be a karma that's done because then it falls out of the side of the next part of the, the definition. Then Tambo, the Jew Rimbo, Sanlodan, the Sapa, the Mutambo. Tamago, Chiro, Mago, Shegus, and Judimus and Tabaina. Sabar is Sabar is Sabilis, what there is a debach visa. Tamalant Sujiba, Malant Sujiba, Malatango. What the Saba Maris, Junior Santamba, the Chiba, Diva Chiba Maris, Diva Chunjuris, Chubutu, Diva Chunjuri, Saba Mare, Sabilena, Diva Chibugudus, Casungazo, Sabile, either Jung and Joseph San Jusamarbe, Jusent and Dizamarbe, Saba either, Junimbo, Diva Tante, Sabuin and Junior Santamala, Saba. Lesser. Diva Chibi is a lesser. Jungun Joseph Sansa, the old Umarish Oma, not the Nerdish at the 
so that's what all we'll uh, point out uh, in looking at the karma that is done. Uh, so now we'll move on to karma that is accumulated. Uh, so karma that is accumulated is necessarily, uh, if we're looking at it in terms of non-virtuous activity, uh, it is an action that falls categorically within the ten non-virtuous activities that excludes uh, the type of activity uh, uh, that uh, excludes any among the ten types of activity. Um, so what that means is there are ten types of actions um, uh, if they are carried out uh, and fall categorically under any of these ten, uh, then they are necessarily not karma that is accumulated. A karma that is accumulated is necessarily the greatest level. So if it's a non-virtuous activity that's accumulated, so if it's an, uh, an any among the ten non-virtuous activities that's carried out and accumulated, uh, then it is the greatest level of non-virtue. <clears throat> If it's any among the ethics which abandons the ten non-virtuous activities uh, that is accumulated, then it's the greatest level of virtue. <clears throat> um, so uh, we find these ten uh, types of actions that exclude it uh, from the category. Um, so when we look at uh, karma that is accumulated, um, we find that it's something that uh, is thought about uh, for a long uh, period of time. Uh, and then engaged in. Uh, so then if it is that case where, uh, for instance, we have a killing, uh, if there is a premeditation and someone thinks about it for a long period of time uh, and then engages in it, it's a karma that has been done that's accumulated. Um, so this is the greatest level uh, of non-virtue. Uh, so we apply this same kind of thinking to any of the ten non-virtuous activities uh, and realize that if we uh, engage in them uh, and they have uh, these uh, qualities, if we've been thought about them for a long period of time and there's this premeditation, uh, then any among these ten non-virtuous activities when carried out with those qualities become the greatest level of non-virtue. Uh, and it is also later on we'll get into the points of uh, it carrying those three other qualifications of the um, preparation and then the actual carrying out uh, and then the final step. Um, so the, uh, the actual um, pre-step, uh, uh, the engaging, and then the actual rejoicing later, the final step um, being uh, also what we find when we find this greatest level of non-virtue uh, present. Um, so uh, this is how we look at all of the uh, virtuous deeds and non-virtuous deeds by understanding that uh, once they are uh, accumulated, they become the greatest level of, of degree. Dixon. Tapana su jogusan jinamasan tansu majeba yina sabaro sabo 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 tasu jogusan jinamasan tansu jeba yina and then sheba the sabo nigarin mariba sheba the sabo nigarin is a mariba nigarin zero sabilena
so when we look at uh, these um, two topics, karma that is done and karma that's accumulated, we can uh, find uh, that there are these four permutations. So we can find uh, first a karma uh, that is uh, accumulated uh, but not done in the case of a karma that's uh, thought about for a long period of time. Uh, but then not carried out. Uh, so this is an example of a karma that is accumulated uh, but not done. Uh, when we uh, look at the case of a karma that's done but not accumulated, we find it in the case of uh, a karma that is engaged in but not thought about for a long period of time. It's just uh, um, carried out uh, without that long premeditation. Uh, so then that becomes an example that's a karma that's done but not accumulated. And then we find in the case of a common locus, a karma that is done uh, and accumulated, uh, we find the example when we look at killing, for instance, someone thinks about killing for a long period of time uh, and then carries out the actual killing. Uh, so here we have the premeditation uh, coupled with the carrying out. Uh, so we have ver both a karma that is done and a karma that's accumulated. Uh, and then we, we look at that fourth possibility, something that's neither, and we uh, can find many examples uh, of things that are neither, such as a tree. Um, so um, these, these are the points that are made. Uh, so when we look at uh, what distinguishes the intensity of a karma, we find that once it's been accumulated, uh, it has the greatest level of intensity, the greatest degree. So uh, if it is a virtuous action, it's the largest level of virtue. Uh, if it's a non-virtuous action, it's the largest level of non-virtue. But if we have uh, an action that's done in a dream, for instance, uh, or done unknowingly uh, and so forth, uh, then we find that this makes it a very small karma. Uh, so there are these ten types or ten ways in which an action be carried out that makes it into an actual small deed as opposed to a great level or a large deed. Uh, so we find that uh, there are these distinguishing factors uh, that uh, make, make it uh, different. <laughs> So the karma that's done in a dream is something that's not accumulated. It's not a great um, uh, non misdeed. Uh, if it's a non-virtue done in a dream, it's not a great misdeed. Sujay 
So when we look at uh, the karma that is accumulated and then karma that is done, uh, and we look at it according to the compendium of determinations again, uh, we find that we can take uh, those seven, uh, in the case of uh, um, non-virtues, non-virtues of the, the body and speech, uh, and apply these four, same four permutations to them. Um, and the reason that we only say those seven uh, and we don't refer to the ten uh, is because those three non-virtues of the mind uh, don't carry the four permutations in the same way uh, because that second permutation uh, is not present. Uh, you don't have uh, a karma that is accumulated but not done. Um, so you always have, uh, the, when there's an accumulation in the case of mental activity, uh, then there is a, it's done at that point. Uh, so that's why we only say we have these four permutations in relation to uh, the uh, non-virtuous activities or virtue uh, of the body and the speech, making for a total number of seven. Uh, so if we use the, I, the example of killing, uh, and we try to find what those permutations are again. We find uh, a karma that is um, first done but not accumu- uh, accumulated, uh, for instance, is a killing that is done uh, but not done with a, a, um, a, a long period of thought, not done uh, in, a, in a way that one is knowing or one that's done in a dream, uh, one uh, um, uh, you know, that is done uh, with any of these factors that we find here in the text. Um, and uh, so that categorically falls into a karma that is done but not accumulated. So that's the first permutation. Uh, the next permutation, when we look at a karma that is um, accumulated but not done, uh, this is the category that we, the mental um, um, uh, karma is excluded. So we can find in the case of physical a karma that is uh, accumulated but not done uh, where there is a long premeditation a thinking about doing it for a long period of time, but then the action not being carried out. So still, in that case, this is a karma that is accumulated, but a karma that isn't actually done. Uh, so we find an act, and there's still action there in the premeditation. Uh, so then that fills the next category, accumulated but not done. The next category, that which is both accumulated and done, uh, we find in the example of killing where there is a premeditation, thought about it for a long period of time, uh, and then the actual carrying out of the killing, uh, and this being done in actuality, not in a dream. Uh, so this um, 
Um, in this case, uh, this is the greatest level of non-virtue, and when we look at Basuchuji Jetson's um, commentary, we find that it's this one uh, that um, uh, where we find those three, the uh, preparation, uh, the actual action step, uh, and then the completion, uh, the final step present within that third category of that which is accumulated uh, and done. Uh, and then something which is neither is uh, um, easy to find. Uh, so, Masood <laughs> Imagine so then we've gone through uh, this first one, the killing. So then we have another six uh, non-virtues, if we were looking at it in terms of non-virtue of the body and the speech, uh, that we would apply the same kind of formula, the same kind of logic to. So we would then, uh, that's why it says, also understand in the same way as appropriate uh, the non-virtuous actions from stealing through senseless speech. Uh, so this is listing uh, the other six uh, um, that, that we would come across when we're looking at it in terms of body and speech. Uh, so we look at the next one, stealing, we would look at it the same way. So if you engage in stealing uh, um, that is in a dream or done unknowingly, then this categorically falls under a, a stealing that is done but not accumulated. If you think about stealing for a long time, time but don't engage in the actual stealing, uh, then this becomes a, a stealing that is a karma that is accumulated but not done. If you then think about it for a long time uh, and then engage in the stealing, uh, then uh, this becomes a karma that is done and accumulated. And in Basuchuji Jetson's case, he's saying that this meets those, th th this is a karma that 
meets those three standards of the uh, preparation, so thinking about it for a long time, uh, carrying out the actual step, and then the final step of uh, you know, not seeing anything wrong and rejoicing in what you've actually done. So, uh, and, and uh, as a translator's note, you see regret up here that make, disqualifies it. So the opposite of regret would be that rejoicing. Uh, so that's why Basuchuji Jetson's explanation that says that three, the three steps is suitable uh, because it's absent of this regret. Uh, it has that rejoicing step. So just as a note, if I just want to make sure I'm translating it properly and clearly. So then, when we, so we would look at stealing in that way, and those would be the three, and then the fourth permutation is easy to find. It could be a tree or anything. So the rest of those non-virtuous activities that we find, uh, would we would use this same way of looking at them. Uh, and that's why it says to also understand in the same way. Uh, so that's what's meant by that. Okay, so we'll do. Yeah. Okay, so then when we move on to the uh, three of the mind, uh, so the last three of the ten, uh, we would find covetousness, harmful intent, uh, and wrong view. Uh, so those, uh, the reason that we say, uh, there isn't that second permutation um, is because in the case of uh, the mind uh, there is never a time where there's a karma that's accumulated uh, but not done because once the mind uh, thinks about it for a long period of time in the case of covetousness harmful intent or wrong view then it's already done because that's the activity of the mind uh, so once there is this thinking about it for a long period of time, it's done the activity. And that's why there is never a case where there's an akarma that's accumulated uh, but not done. And that's why that second permutation isn't present uh, in that. We would say uh, if it is accumulated, it is necessarily done. Uh, so we would find that that excludes that possibility. So we don't find uh, in the case of any of the um, uh, mental activities of the non-virtues such as covetousness, harmful intent, or wrong view uh, that um, have an accumulation that's not done. Um, so that possibility, that permutation is excluded uh, when we look at these things logically. That's not present. Mm. Uh, okay, so it's time to uh, hand out 
cookies and so forth. So take a break. Stand by. No, it's fine. Uh, so we've gone through the section that deals with uh, certain and uncertain or definitely or possibly and then the next section that deals with the karma that's done and then accumulated and not accumulated. Uh, so now we get into the, the three uh, fruitions um, and that is the karma that you experience here and now, the karma that you experience in next rebirth and the karma that you experience later on. <coughs> so I think it's 241 in the English. Okay, so we're on page 241, uh, and it says, From the viewpoint of the time at which you experience a result, there are three types of certainty of experience results of karma. So we look at these three types of karma. These are the three uh, um, um, results, or the three possible results. Uh, uh, times of result, it's probably best, three possible times of result. Uh, so we have karma uh, that gives rise in the here and now, and that's referring to karma that gives rise to a result in this life. Uh, karma that gives rise to, uh, I'm sorry, the karma that is experienced uh, after taking rebirth. Uh, so that's referring to karma that one experiences in one's next life. Uh, and then karma that exper is experienced at another time. Uh, that's referring to karma that one experiences in many lifetimes later. So one that experience is experienced here and now, one that's experienced in our immediate next life, and then karma that's experienced in many lifetimes later or at another time in another life that isn't this life or our next life. Oh, <coughs> What the 
uh, of karma that uh, in time that we experience the karma. So karma that's experienced here and now, karma that's experienced after taking rebirth, and karma that's experienced at another time. And when we look at Jayan Sheba's um, outline, we find here he breaks it down into definitions uh, and then divisions. So the definition here uh, is basically referring to what is meant by uh, karma that is, uh, um, uh, is uh, now uh, in the future rebirth and then in many lifetimes later. So here uh, what is meant is that um, karma that is experienced uh, here and now uh, is experienced uh, in this lifetime. Karma that's experienced after taking rebirth is experienced in next lifetime. Uh, and karma that's experienced in another time is karma that's experienced in uh, many lifetimes later. Um, so here we have uh, um, uh, um, the, the definition uh, being then presented uh, um, and then the various divisions. So we find first the definition here, karma that you experience here and now is the effect of actions which ripen in the very lifetime in which you do the actions. So, so here we have the definiendum and then the definition of it right there. And then we, it goes on to show the various divisions. Uh, so here it says there are eight divisions of karma that are mentioned in the level of yogic deeds. So um, eight, eight eight divisions of karma related to this uh, category. Um, so uh, that's what we'll go on to get into. So we first have definitions and then we have the divisions. Sibala what They are jet, le temps, le 
Uh, so then we'll read here. Uh, from the viewpoint of time at which you experience a result, there are three types of certainty of experience results of karma. Experiencing it here and now, uh, which is in this life. Experiencing it after taking rebirth, so in one's next life. Uh, and experiencing at another time, so in lifetimes, future lifetimes. Uh, so then it begins to uh, define uh, the first one, karma that you experience the here and now, is the effective actions which ripen in the very lifetime in which you do the actions. It says there are eight such types of karma mentioned in the levels of yogic deeds. So we find the definition here, and then the divisions will begin. Uh, so the first division... Uh, gets into uh, non-virtuous actions uh, that you have done uh, with a predominant uh, uh, attached attitude of looking after your body, uh, resources, uh, and existence. Um, so here, uh, this is re referring to uh, the non-virtuous uh, um, activities um, uh, um, that are done uh, related to the things of this life. So when we, we um, find the story of Lord Atisha, uh, who came upon a person uh, who was engaged in uh, studying a text. Um, so Lord Atisha came up to him and said, uh, this is wonderful what you're doing, you should be practicing Dharma. Uh, and then uh, the person couldn't figure out what, why Lord Atisha had said this. Uh, and then uh, the next day, Lord Atisha came upon him and he decided, well, if that's not practicing, then circumambulating a stupa must be. Uh, so he began to circumambulate a stupa. And Lord Atisha came up uh, and said, uh, this is very good what you're doing, uh, but you should be practicing dharma. Uh, and then after a series of these uh, um, experiences, the man finally said to Lord Atisha, what do you mean? What, what is 
you know, practicing Dharma. I've been circumambulating, I've been studying. Uh, and Lord Atisha said, you've been doing all of those for the things of this life. Throw away this life and then you'll begin to practice Dharma when you're looking towards your next life. Um, so here, uh, this is being attached to, to our uh, resources, uh, attached to our body, uh, attached to this existence itself. Uh, um, um, and and uh, because of uh, f- and thinking of it in terms of this life, um, <coughs> so in reacting accordingly uh, without the proper um, attitude, which is uh, um, looking towards the things of our next life. Um, so this pre- this it says with a predominant attached attitude. So this attached word is referring to grasping at it as this life, this life's body, this life's resources, this life's enjoyments. Uh, so uh, when this word grasping is used next to those, Rinpoche clarified that that's what it's speaking of, the thing of this life, um, and, and why it's a negative thing. It becomes dharma. Uh, when it's projected or it's directed, rather, at next life. It's not for the purpose of gaining things in this life. This way. It's not for the purpose of gaining things in this life. It's not for the purpose of gaining things in this life. It's not for the purpose of gaining things Sendilino Gawaris Sashamapanji, and the so if we engage in non-virtuous actions with the predominant attachment towards looking after our body and the resources and the existence, this life, uh, then this becomes an action which uh, uh, you experience in the here and now, uh, one that you experience uh, in this life. Um, then it says virtuous action. Then nipa gewayen, nipa gewayen. Nipa gewaro. Okay. Sendil matana 
so the next one, virtuous actions that you have cultivated with a predominant attitude of not looking after these, is an attitude of renunciation, a desire to definitely emerge, an attitude that isn't focused on uh, the, this, the things of this life, the body of this life, the resources of this life, uh, the enjoyments of this life, the existence itself of this life. Um, because it, when we look at um, uh, um, uh, um, the uh, teaches lamp for the path to enlightenment, and it says, understand that there are persons of three capacities, uh, small, medium, and great. Uh, when we look at what the aim of that small capacity practitioner is, it says, uh, for, uh, know that by whatever means... Uh, uh, those who, by whatever means, seek for themselves no more than the pleasures of cyclic existence are persons of least capacity. Uh, so here, in this even smallest capacity, when we're looking at the categories of the Buddhist philosophy, uh, this first capacity is seeking happiness in the next life. It's, it's looking towards uh, one's future life and wishing to have happiness in the higher realms of cyclic existence. Uh, so it's desiring that, that those happy realms of cyclic existence. So we find uh, that uh, presented there up to uh, the, the great vehicle potential where there's a desire to become a complete Buddha uh, for the sake of all sentient beings at the great scope. Um, but we definitely find uh, that even at the smallest scope, when we're looking at it in terms of the stages of the path, and we look at it in terms of Atisha's lamp for the path to enlightenment, even at that smallest scope, it's aimed, inst it's aimed at the most basic level at the next life, and not focused on this life uh, in terms of uh, goals themselves. Uh, and it's focused on the happinesses of next life, the happiness of the medium scope of nirvana, the happiness of Buddhahood at the great scope. Uh, so that's what happiness is referring to in those cases, and it's not the happiness of the current life that one is abiding in, it's future lives. <laughs> So in uh, Atisha's Lamb for the Path to Enlightenment, it says, Understand that there are persons of three capacities, uh, small, medium, and great. I shall write clearly, distinguishing their individual characteristics. Uh, so it begins with that statement, and then it goes on to say, Those who know that those who by whatever means seek for themselves no more than the uh, pleasures of cyclic existence are persons of least capacity. Um, so uh, we would compare that uh, to this number two, uh, virtuous actions with a predominant attitude of not looking after these. After these is referring to those first category of things of this life, the enjoyments, the body, and the actual existence of this life. Um, so uh, we would begin with this uh, desire to definitely emerge at the small scope level or where there's a desire to emerge from the lower realms well, in the you... next life. Chibusun <laughs> 
so when we look at uh, the goals uh, represented in the persons of three capacities, uh, we look at the goal of um, the pleasure of cyclic existence uh, being aimed at the next life. Uh, so here we find uh, this uh, renunciation, this, this virtue that predominantly is, excludes those, those attachments to this life's body and uh, enjoyments. Uh, and existence itself. Um, so when we, we look first, a person of small capacity is looking for the pleasures of cyclic existence and abandonment of the lower realms of cyclic existence So in his or her next life. Um, so this is the goal. When we get to the uh, next level of happiness, the happiness of liberation, we find it re uh, represented uh, in uh, the lamp in this way, and here we find this renunciation present as well. It says th those who seek peace uh, for themselves alone, turning away from the worldly pleasures and avoiding uh, destructive actions are said to be of, of middling capacity. Um, so here, uh, this is representing the practitioner uh, who um, wants to be free turn away from all worldly pleasures. So here, once again, we find this uh, uh, renunciation being re represented here. Uh, so this practitioner is turning away from all the worldly activities, pleasures, the things of this life, and then excluding the next life as well. Um, and then when we uh, then move on uh, to the highest level practitioner, uh, the person of great capacity, that practitioner who is uh, um, gone through the stages of uh, wishing to have just the pleasures of cyclic existence in the higher realms and abandon the lower realms to the next level where he or she wishes to have liberation um, for him or herself alone to that final stage of wishing for Buddhahood uh, then when one wishes for Buddhahood he or she uh, is wishing for um, uh, uh, this, pr this throwing karma uh, which creates that position so it says those uh, who through their own personal, through their personal suffering, truly want to end completely all the suffering of others, our person of supreme capacity. Uh, so then this uh, becomes their goal. Uh, they, they wish for a, a throwing karma that pro projects this uh, um, um, Buddhahood, uh, whereas the medium capacity is looking to have this liberation, and the small capacity is looking for a pro projecting or a throwing karma uh, that creates the position of uh, a higher realm rebirth. Um, so each of these practitioners is uh, um, uh, um, engaging in these practices and renouncing the things that they are renouncing for the means of achieving their uh, desired happiness. Um, so each one of them desires a different level of happiness, the small-scale practitioner desiring the level of pleasure of cyclic existence, happiness of the higher realms, a medium-scale practitioner desiring the happiness, uh, which is liberation. So he or she is looking to create a projecting or a throwing karma that creates that basis of liberation. Uh, and then the highest-scale practitioner is looking for a, a throwing karma that, uh, or a projecting karma that projects that basis of, of Buddha. 
um, is looking for Buddhahood. Uh, so they are practicing these desires to emerge from the various states, emerge from uh, the, the lower realms, emerge from the potential of cyclic existence altogether, and then emerge from the potential for just a, a, an abiding nirvana, a wishing for a non-abiding nirvana, a, a, Buddha, a, situ, a, sti, a position of Buddha. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Pense the J Yure, the Dunba, the Pama Dan Lama, the Kajin Yomare, the Kajin Yomare Dan Drabudwe, Pama Dan Lama Rua, the Dundagare, the Migewa Gare Garshene, the Dundagare, Taya Lama Dan Pama La Subasrua, Lessa, Ya Lama Dan Lama Dan Lama Sukadinjabro, Lessa, Ne Pama Dan. Lamalasusukadinjabre, Shambhagunya, Pamal Tenemsa San Yabaina, Lesser, T. Debut Central Mingres, Okay,
<clears throat> so it says then number three. So we've gone through number one and two. So number three, in the same way, non-virtuous actions that you have done with an attitude of strong malice towards living beings. Uh, so having a, harm, a strong amount of harmful intent towards living beings, if you engage in it in this way, it's karma that gives rise to an immediate effect in this life. Virtuous actions that you have cultivated with an attitude of deep compassion and helpfulness. So here, desire to benefit. So any actions that have been done with the motivation or the desire to, uh, um, that has been motivated by compassion and a desire to be helpfulness is uh, helpful, uh, falls categorically under karma that will give rise in the here and now in this life. Non-virtuous actions that you have done with great animosity towards the three jewels, gurus and the like, uh, so having a sense of, uh, of negativity uh, or uh, uh, negative feelings towards the three jewels, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, and the teachers, and so forth. Uh, this produces an uh, um, experience in this life. Uh, and then the next virtuous actions that you've cultivated with an attitude of deep faith and believe in these. So here, this is a faith and conviction or a, a, um, a belief um, or uh, um, those are the best words in relation to the three jewels in relation to the gurus and so forth uh, so this, this becomes a, a great amount of virtue and gives rise into the, to an experience in this life uh, so then it says uh, non-virtuous actions that you have done with an attitude of uh, enmity uh, towards those who have helped you such as parents and gurus and an attitude of not repaying them for what they have done uh, so here, uh, the, there has been a great amount of kindness that our parents, that gurus have shown us. Uh, and here we have no desire to be of benefit to them. We have no desire to repay their kindness in any way whatsoever. Uh, so this uh, um, non-virtue that's motivated by this attitude, which doesn't wish to benefit those beings who have been so beneficial and kind to us, creates the uh, experience uh, immediately in this life. Uh, but then if the opposite is true, if it's a virtuous action that's done in, in conjunction with a strong attitude of wishing to repay those who have, ha have helped you, um, then it becomes a virtuous action that gives rise to an experience in this life. Uh, so it says that you have cultivated, so that you have brought about. Um, so the, the, um, it's brought about by recognizing the kindness uh, that these beings have shown us uh, and the, the help, how, how helpful they have been to us uh, and then wishing to be helpful to them, wishing because of their kindness to be in kind in some way uh, back to them. Uh, so with this motivation, it becomes a, uh, a, a kind of as experienced in this specific life. And we find um, all of these points uh, um, being made uh, in a Sangha's level of yogic deeds. This one. Big song. That did this man. Sunday, Lord, on Longue, Sunday, Lord, on Longue, Sibala, Tawashi, Sambi, Wanke, Sunday, me with TJ, Tadala Matai, Sunday, me with Nij, Tejinto, Sijela, Nurse, Shechawada, Hijit, and Pemis of a Shechawani. Je 
Sheba Mazu Sambi Sendel Nuanjolasa Tendel Sheba Zu Sambi Shechewane and Sendel Nua Sayu Mazu So we find when we count uh, that there are eight points that are made. Uh, so op then, and there are always the opposites. Uh, so when we have the non-virtue, then it's opposite. So we first non-virtuous actions that you've done predominantly with an attitude of looking after your body, resources, and existence, and then the virtuous actions, which there is an absence of this, uh, looking after one's body, resources, uh, and existence. Um, so here, this is an attachment to the things of this life. Uh, if virtue is done with the absence of this, with it, without the attachment to the things of this life, uh, then it becomes this, uh, um, uh, arrive, then, it, then it becomes a, a, a karma that it, you experience in this life. So if it's non-virtuous uh, and is focused on this life, or virtuous and focused not on this life, uh, then both cases uh, they give rise to the, um, a result in this life. Then the next two are uh, having malice towards living beings or having deep compassion or uh, helpfulness, a desire to benefit. Uh, so uh, we find that these two uh, give rise to experience right within this life. Uh, and then the next grouping, uh, we find uh, non-virtuous actions uh, with, done with great animosity towards the three jewels and gurus, uh, and then those opposite actions which are done with deep faith or a great respect in the um, three jewels or the gurus. Uh, so the, both of those sets uh, have the ability to give rise to experience in this life. Uh, and then the next two, uh, non-virtue, uh, that you've done uh, with not wishing to repay the kindness with an attitude of not wishing to repay the kindness of our uh, parents and gurus, uh, and then the opposite, a virtuous action that's done with a strong attitude of a wish to repay the kindness um, of our <coughs> gurus and, and our, our um, uh, parents and so forth. Uh, so this makes for a total of eight, and we find these eight pre being presented in Asanga's levels of yogic deeds. What does he have again with the Tata so good send them here as what the legis on the jet? So the guys in this life are these eight karmas. So we have these eight karmas that, uh, that present how, uh, uh, what karmas arise in this life. I'm sorry, it's so choppy. You know what I mean, though. No. It's clear. That's Hunger Sai Majila. Kanjutan that <laughs> Sindhi 
Tetsumyuna Okay, so we find this presentation uh, of these eight points that are given uh, related to karma that you experience in the here and now. Uh, we find that the source for this is uh, a song of yogic deeds. So when we look at uh, source material for the great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment, we find the Kangjur, the authentic, uh, the pronouncements of Lord Buddha in the Tenjur, the authentic Indian commentaries in the uh, Sangha's text, uh, which categorically uh, falls under the Tenjur, is within the collection of texts. We have the five treatises on the levels, uh, and then the two compendiums, and this is a text that falls under the five treatises on the levels, and this is called the, the levels of yogic deeds. Uh, so uh, in this text, we find this presentation of these eight, uh, and these uh, points that, uh, okay, so a non-virtuous action that is done predominantly of looking at the body of this life and resources of this life and the existence and so forth of this life, um, is a, a, a karma that gives rise to an experience in the here and now. Uh, and virtuous actions that are done without looking at these give rise to experience in the here and now. Uh, this point uh, that is being made uh, uh, is we have to rely upon a text um, because uh, when we look at the, the specifics of the karmas that we engage in uh, and, and how they give rise to an experience, uh, this would categorically fall under extremely hidden phenomena. Uh, so when we divide phenomena into categories, uh, we have, uh, um, just uh, as a translator's note, manifest. And then we have uh, two categories of hidden phenomena. We have regular hidden phenomena, and then we have extremely hidden phenomena. Uh, in the regular hidden phenomena, we find subjects such as emptiness uh, and previous lives and so forth, 
Uh, and these are topics that through uh, correct signs and reasoning, uh, we can arrive at the understanding of them and arrive at their uh, um, uh, a, a, a valid cognition related to them, an understanding related to them. So emptiness, we can use a reason such as dependent origination. Uh, and by using the sign of reasoning uh, of dependent origination, we can establish emptiness. So emptiness is a hidden phenomenon, but it can be established by reasoning in the same way that previous lives uh, in this, the continuum of lives can be established by reasoning. Uh, but when we get to topics uh, such as uh, what the Buddha stated, that through, um, uh, through um, generosity uh, comes the enjoyments uh, in uh, Tringi Day, and through um, ethics comes happiness, such statements of these uh, as these uh, are fall categorically under the extremely hidden phenomena, um, things that we uh, can't just prove through correct sign. We have to have a level of faith and conviction in Scripture uh, and establish that because the Buddha made statements about these other things uh, uh, that are true, uh, about these subtle points of reality that are true and related to this hidden phenomena, then we have to be able to rely on his or her statements related to other phenomena that we can't arrive at through a sign and reasoning. Uh, so in Arya Davis' 400 verses, it talks about uh, those who have doubts about the pronouncements that Lord Buddha made related to hidden phenomena, uh, or extremely hidden phenomena, should look at the teaching on emptiness. Uh, so once one looks at the teaching on emptiness uh, and, and then begins to understand uh, uh, the flawless of that teaching uh, and then looks to the two, Four Noble Truths and the Two Truths and finds the flawless nature of those teachings, then one can assume that the other teachings given related to, in relation to subjects that can't be arrived at through, through reasoning must be true as well. Um, so this is a, a, um, a, um, a, a, a cognition that you arrive at or a truth that you arrive at through faith and faith in, in the basis and the faith in that the Buddha um, gave all of these other explanations about things no one else did that were very subtle and hidden. So, so therefore, the other things that were stated must be true too. What that said, the Tojunjo legend or legend of the so these uh, are eight karmas that are said to give rise to an experience in this life because they are karma that you experience here and now. Mm. So we can uh, look at this and say that these eight actions are actions that give rise to uh, an experience in the here and now, rise to an experience in this lifetime. Uh, but when we hear these things, uh, we have to have a doubt arise um, because this seems like it's difficult to prove. Uh, so we have to uh, then uh, use 
our understanding of uh, the other uh, points that were made uh, to arrive at an, in a, a non-controvertible place where we believe in it. We believe in these things that are being stated, and it is not controvertible because we use our analysis of other presentations that have been given related to the nature of reality and find their flawless nature, and then we apply that same level of, of reasoning if this has flawless nature, and these things have been spoken of in this very subtle level are flawless, then these other things also have to be flawless. So then when we, we uh, one subject that we look at, as Arya Deva has stated, that when we begin to have doubts about these statements Buddha made about it, very hidden phenomena or extremely hidden phenomena, we need to look at the presentation of emptiness, uh, which is the ultimate nature of reality. Uh, and then our doubts are quelled. So when we look at these statements that have been made about these eight things give rise to experience in this life and the here and now and we say that Asanga said this and we say that Buddha said this we are going to have a doubt because we can't see this we can't see these things uh, we can't understand these things but then we have to look at the other topics that the Buddha taught we have to look at the Four Noble Truths and the incontrovertible you know the uh, um, uh, Malua uh, the, the uh, un Malua Malua Sena so un so faultless, flawless. Malua is like uh, um, not changing, not a uh, truth. Remache said denba, which is truth, unchanging, in like a truth. Uh, so the Buddha's. Um, explanation of the four noble truths is 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 uh, is untarnished, is flawless. The Buddhist teaching on the two truths is flawless. The Buddhist teaching on emptiness is flawless. I think that's the best word. Is flawless. Is flawless. Uh, therefore, we can say that these other topics that he's explained must be flawless as well, because we find uh, everything else unflawed, and we find uh, all of these other things that can be attacked by logic unflawed. So why is his teaching on this flawless? Because the teaching on the two truths is flawless. The teaching on emptiness is flawless. The teaching on the four noble truths is flawless. What did man do somebody? Less so. Yeah. So uh, this is uh, what I think. Yeah. Uh, so we will then move on to the concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. Uh, thank you once again, everybody, for uh, coming. And uh, I apologize for any uh, omissions or mistakes that I made in the translation. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers. Adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon, I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. 
May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness, all powerful, Avogadeshvara, Tenzin Yatso, may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kinsar Wandok, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tuji